It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Here's your host. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Sumner, along with my co-host and uh, associate producer, Andrea Sutton. Hey, good morning. Oh, good, you're there. I good transferred morning. you over so fast this morning, I thought, oh, oh what have I missed? <laughs> what if I dialed the wrong number? Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, we've got uh, open phone lines for the next 45 minutes, and then we're going to kick into uh, more candidate interviews. We're going to tackle the uh, 50th District State House seat, currently held by incumbent Democrat Tim Sneller. Uh, we're going to start out at, uh, at 945. With, this, is, this is interesting. Uh, Lynn and Ray Freiberger, husband and wife, are uh, running both for that seat. But in two different primaries, Lynn is running as a Republican and Ray is running as a Democrat. I think I have that right. Hmm. I could have it switched. But they're going to join us at uh, 945. I'm going to talk with both of them. And then we'll hear from the incumbent, uh, Tim Sneller. And then we'll hear uh, in the, uh, at the end of the 10 o'clock hour into the 11 o'clock hour, Christina Fitchett-Hickson, who's one of the Republicans running in the primary, and then uh, Lynn Hookie is the one I had to track down in Ohio. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> camping. Um, anyway, uh, he'll be joining us uh, during the eleven o'clock hour. So we'll have there are five candidates all together in that race, and we'll have all five on today. Um, and and we've got an interesting one uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, Judge Marable. Um, who's a, a district court judge, has uh, thrown his robe into the ring to become a circuit court judge. And he's challenged okay. uh, in the uh, primary here by Chris Christensen. And uh, they'll both be on the show tomorrow. Okay, cool. So that should, cool. be, uh, should be interesting. Um also, an interesting thing coming up tomorrow. The the event actually starts today. Have you heard of the uh, Essence Festival? 
No, actually, I haven't. Is it's, that like Essence Magazine? Yeah, yeah, and they have a festival okay. every year, oh, okay. and they, they have entertainment and and special panels and educational things. Uh, and um, because of COVID-19, they're doing oh, a yeah. virtual version, which starts today. And you can go to EssenceStudios.com and and check out uh, all the various offerings but ford motor company is uh one of the big sponsors of the event and uh, i'm going to be talking with uh, raj register tomorrow during the show about the essence festival which is going on today through sunday and then next week thursday through sunday uh, i think it was going to be in new orleans and and I think parts of it may oh, still wow. be, but um, it's it's going to be available uh, for live stream. And I guess there are all kinds of things going on concurrently, so you, you kind of just go to that site and then sort of go from there to whatever things you want to view and see. Um, anyway, it's an hmm. interesting conversation with uh, Raj Register coming up tomorrow during the third half of our three-hour tour. But well, enough, that sounds cool. Yeah. And, and, of course, today is Friday Eve, so. And coming up in a couple weeks, yeah. we're going to start having music on Fridays again. It, no, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it, it will be fun. It'll be the COVID version, but it will be fun. And speaking of the COVID version of things, uh, there's a press conference going on. Oh, I think it's coming up in about an hour. Uh, for Back to the Bricks, and they're... Um, you're going to be laying out some of the ways that they're going to uh, continue to celebrate America's love affair with the automobile, but differently than they typically do. Uh, there won't be a concert. There won't be the big car show downtown. There won't be the, the typical car cruise. But they are going to do some events where people will like like at the drive-in they're they're not going to have their drive-in yeah, event okay. but they're going to do a drive-through at the drive-in well that's funky but that'll work well that's that's exactly right they're they're trying to come up with some things some of them may sound a little funky but they'll work they they, <laughs> exactly. they want people to get out and enjoy the weather with their classic cars and you know what the what back to the bricks is all about but they want to respect social distancing and uh public safety at the same time so they're they're going to figure out ways to replace some of the signature events with something different, but but still fun this year. Right. Uh, but they'll right. be they'll be uh, unfolding that uh, today in a press conference. So. You know, if more things are canceled, the more I miss them. It's just surreal. I, I know. You Isn't know, that like funny? The, like the car shows, like the live music. You know, I'm sitting here going, "Dang, that would be really cool. Something to go to." You know, hop in the car, go out, and have some fun. I know, right? <laughs> um, I I actually, uh, well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I went to um, my granddaughter's second birthday party over in Grand Rapids. Yeah. I went over to see my daughter Lizzie and and, uh, and her daughter Olivia and, of course, uh, the baby daddy Cameron. And um, the drive to Grand Rapids and back was right. a treat. Well, it was an event. Exactly. It, it was a treat. <laughs> it was 
it was playtime. You know, I, I, uh-huh. I got out of the house, got to drive for a couple hours each way, and it was and it was a beautiful day for a drive. I mean, it wasn't you know it wasn't outrageously hot. Um, it mm-hmm. was sunny and dry. You know, the driving conditions were perfect, and and I just really enjoyed it. I recommend for people that are trying to, you know, wait this thing out if uh, if you can. You know, gas up and and take a drive. Just just pick A to B and drive there and mm-hmm. back. You don't have to come into contact with anybody or uh, take a different know. route to the grocery store. It sounds so stupid. But. Yeah, instead of you know five <laughs> minutes down the road to the grocery store, you know, drive by way of Saginaw. You know, <laughs> no fake. Yeah, <laughs> drive over to Port Huron. Look, Look at, at the, the lake bay. and drive back. <laughs> A day trip. <laughs> I don't even know if yeah, rest areas are open, aren't they? They didn't shut those down, did they? No. no go have no, a picnic no. at a rest area. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what they're designed for? Just mind your social distancing. <laughs> yeah. That's always a good Actually idea. Use those grills. <laughs> that's a, that's always kind of a good idea at a rest area, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you never know who you run into. Anyway, um I'm curious to see what uh what other people think um about whether to stay in a while longer or you know the the governor is uh e- extending the state of emergency now I think to the end of July and um and and I'm not what sure What is that exactly what exactly does that entail? I mean, I know gyms are now closed. They were supposed to open today, not like I go work out or anything. But it, what can and can't we yeah, do that's, anymore? That's a, that's another one of those things you never go to, but you miss it when it's not there. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, exactly. I, I saw something on the news this morning, you know, it said, well, the gyms were supposed to open today, but, uh, you know, a court decided uh, to uphold a, an earlier ruling or to turn down an earlier ruling or whatever they did. Oh. And uh, so the, the gyms have to walk it back. They're not... Uh, they're not opening today. And I was like, oh, darn. And then I thought, what am I all darning about? I've never been to a gym in my life. <laughs> and, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, crap. They're closing the I gyms. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, what can we do? Well, what, We can't go to the movie theater. We can go get ice cream, though. Yeah, you know what's oh. funny? Um, I heard uh, the last couple of days I've heard the ice cream truck going down my street. <laughs> you know, Are you they can, throwing it at kids now rather than having them come up to the truck? <laughs> you know, you can always tell the ice cream truck because it has that drunk-sounding <laughs> circus music. <laughs> now, that you, now that you mention it. I didn't even have to open the curtain, you know. I just, just heard this, this, this wobbly, horrible circus music soundtrack that sounded drunk. <laughs> Guy weaving all over the place. I can tell. Oh, the ice cream truck's out there. Um, and, and you know, what's funny is, is, is I could start, you know, I could start feeling, uh, 
my legs start to move like like I was going to get up and go chase the ice cream truck. And I thought, well, that's stupid. I've got ice cream in the freezer and I've got ice cream cones and, you know. I, I <laughs> yeah. My kid said to me one time, one of them said, you know, you tell me not to go with strangers, but there's some guy selling ice cream out there. What do I do? Yeah, yeah there's a guy in a in a truck giving out uh, ice cream and candy. This is against everything I was taught, Ma. <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah. Now, see, if they were, you know, rolling down the street with those big turkey legs that they sell at the Renaissance <laughs> Festival. <I'd... laughs> those are so obscenely huge. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get, you know, I, I every time I've gone to the Renaissance Festival and bought one of those things, I take about three bites and I look at it and go, oh, man, I'm not going to get through any what of this. What did I do? <laughs> exactly. Is that even going on this year? Since I don't usually late you know, August, September. I don't know. You know, we we typically have the um, uh, the actor queen. that plays the the that plays Queen Elizabeth for the uh, Renaissance Festival on the show, and I've been following her on uh, Facebook for a while. I, I, I guess you could say stalking, but um, <laughs> but she. <laughs> Uh, she's commented because she has a, th a theater that she runs and it's, it's been closed and oh, some yeah. of her okay. other gigs have been canceled. And so she's been doing some online reading and performances and, and so on. Um, Jeez. but I haven't seen how many things are canceled. Yeah. But I, but I haven't heard what, what's happening with the Renaissance festival. I think I saw something where they were, they were planning to be, open with social distancing but it was sort of tentative like you know if oh, if things maybe kind of sort of go a certain <laughs> way or don't go a certain way you know we we will open and and operate but i i haven't seen anything really definitive um hmm, okay but yeah if they had a truck that you know went down the street of course i've been saying for years <laughs> that there should be a donut truck that drives through neighborhoods oh, yeah. on weekend mornings and and now of course <laughs> any any time um with, with coca-cola yeah that'd be, be the epitome I'd, of perfect for you <laughs> i'd be out there tracking down the uh the donut truck and gps on it <laughs> Yeah, give Stop me her. a couple of those crawlers. I, I, I'm going to have those. <laughs> anyway, we've got to take a short break, but I, but I do want to take just a moment to let people know we'd love to hear from you. What are the things that you miss during uh, the uh, lockdown? And uh, uh, give us a call at 810-339-8255. Love to hear from you. And, and what do you think about... Uh, you know what what's happening with uh, spikes with uh, COVID nineteen and and uh, um, 
What are you watching on TV? And we'll talk about anything. We're going to take a short break and let our uh, broadcast partners do a little talking, and then we'll be right back. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Your calls matter. Join me and Andrea weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern to talk about whatever you want to talk about. The Tom Sumner Program has open phone lines Monday through Friday to hear from you. How's 2020 working out for you so far? How about those damn roads? Call in live at 810-339-8255. It's all about you. We'll be streaming live at TomSumnerProgram.com and simulcast on WFOV 92.1 FM in Flint. Foil hats are optional. Lady of the house, please. <laughs> you thought you had every Elvis record made, but wait, Elvis sings again, this time from heaven. That's right, Elvis from heaven. Yes, hear Elvis from Graceland in the Sky. Soul-stirring versions of epic proportions. You'll hear Elvis crooning, Pearly Gate Rock. All dug up. Lying in the Chapel and 11 others. This record also includes a special Elvis message. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Elvis Presley. Order before midnight tonight and receive this Elvis Presley commemorative casket keychain. Open it up. Yes. The king inside. 
A must for any Elvis fan. Order yours today. To order your Elvis from Heaven, send $9.95 in check or money order to Elvis from Heaven, P.O. Box 714, Cleo, Michigan, 44487. Or save COD charges and phone 555-5554. Use MasterCharge or Visa, Canadian residents, add $3. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner program is provided by Swiftlet Technology. Engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. This is Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. And welcome back, everybody, to our uh, our um, audio play date known as the Tom <laughs> Sumner Program. I'm Tom Sumner, along with my co-host, Andrea Sutton. And uh, you're, hey, welcome, good morning. you're welcome to join us here on House Arrest by giving us a call at 810-339-8255. That's 339-8255. How are you managing uh, with your uh, stay-at-home situation? Are you getting outside, working in the yard? Are you taking walks? Are you riding a bike? Are you taking drives in the country? What are you, what are you doing to, to uh, keep from going stir-crazy? Or have you gone stir-crazy? We want to hear from you, too. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a little bonkers, give us a call at 810-339-8255. We'd love to hear from you. Coming up in, uh, coming up in about oh, 20 minutes or so, uh, we're going to start our uh, conversations with uh, candidates today from the 50th District uh, State House of Representatives uh, seat, the one currently held by incumbent uh, Democrat Tim Sneller, who's running for re-election. We'll hear from him, but we'll also hear from the uh, Democrat that's uh, challenging him in the primary, Ray Freiberger, and his wife, who's running as a Republican. We're going to hear from them first, and then we'll hear from incumbent Tim Sneller, and then we'll hear the uh, other two Republicans that are running in the primary uh, coming up in August for uh, nomination to run for that seat. Christina Fitchett Hickson is uh, one of the Republicans and uh, the the uh, the other the guy uh, Lynn Hookie is his name. Uh, he's uh, running as a Republican as well. And we're going to hear all five candidates on today's show so stay tuned for that. But give us a call. Let us know uh, how things are going for you. Are you back to work? Um, are you working from home? Um, have you always worked from home? Have you never worked from home? Uh, what are you What are you doing to pass the time? Are you binge watching? I'm I'm watching Looney Tunes. I found you know I've been saying for a couple of years I wish the, the Cartoon Network would carry the old cartoons. Well, a new network has popped up on cable that is carrying oh, Tom really? and Jerry and Looney Tunes and old Scooby Doo. Uh, incarnations and uh, I, I've, wow. been having, I've been having fun watching some of the old cartoons because uh, I get so tired of all coronavirus protests and uh, uh, just just the the hate speak that I've been yep seeing and hearing on on broadcast media outlets and and social media and so on that i you know i just i just have to bust loose and you know it doesn't bother me at all that elmer fudd has a gun (laughs) i'm not the least bit nervous or uncomfortable obama didn't take it from him did he or offended he still has it yeah 
<laughs> um, at least in the old ones. Now, I hear there's a new version coming back where they're taking his gun away. I don't know what he's going to do. Um, How can you have Elmer Fudd with no gun? I don't know. I guess that's a rhetorical question, isn't it? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I, mm. I guess uh, he's, he's going to... Is he... He's gonna chase. He he's gonna, gonna chase that wascally wabbit. <laughs> he's gonna chase that wascally <laughs> wabbit with an axe. <laughs> is he still gonna have a speech impediment, or is that gonna be next as well? Oh, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. Mel Blanc, who did the voices and came up with the voices for almost all of the Looney Tunes characters. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I mentioned like yesterday. Yeah, I mentioned yesterday that I saw an episode um, that was one of my favorites with Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny, and they had switched places. Elmer Fudd was uh, a millionaire, and uh, you know, of course, Bugs Bunny was a squooey wabbit, and they switched <laughs> and they switched places. But when they switched places. He did Bugs Bunny's voice with Elmer Fudd's speech impediment. And then he did did Elmer Fudd doing Bugs Bunny, and it was Elmer Fudd's voice with no speech impediment imitating Bugs Bunny. And he was so good with his voice that you could clearly tell, oh, that's Bugs Bunny talking like Elmer Fudd, or that's Elmer Fudd talking <laughs> like Bugs Bunny. It, it, it's just an amazing uh, episode, plus Elmer Fudd gets over in the end, which doesn't happen. It'd be like, you know, the the coyote actually catching the roadrunner. And, catching, exactly. And eating him, you know, <laughs> just, go- just gobbling down the roadrunner. <laughs> And I've watched some dumb yeah. stuff too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, actually, I, there've been I some pretty. Ex- there've been some pretty interesting documentaries and things. Yeah, I saw one. Um, actually, I'm into the nature shows now on PBS. Those are pretty cool. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they they put little cameras in these um, little, might as well be stuffed toys. They're like robotic animals that look like the animals that they're trying to, think, <laughs> you know, sneak them in with. And it's funny. It is hilarious. <laughs> it's called Spy Animal or something like that. Really? Uh, I'll have to look for yeah. it and check it out. It's amazing what they can do with technology. And speaking of technology, uh, thanks to um, Dan Curran at Swiftlek Technology, he set it up so that we can uh, have multiple calls on the line at the same time. So feel free to give us a call at 810-339-8255. Almost forgot the number there. That would be Mm -hmm. bad. Yep, there it is. (laughs) We're all set. The lines are cleared. (laughs) Yeah. Give us a call. We're we're standing by. Eight one zero three three nine eight two five five is the number to call. How are you uh, holding up in all this? the The governor uh, Governor Whitmer here in Michigan has just recently uh, said that uh, 
she's holding off on moving Lower Michigan into DEFCON yeah, 5. Um, you know, it was a week or two ago we were, we were looking at transitioning into Level 5 for the whole state. Now, the, the upper half, you know, from about Traverse City up through the Upper Peninsula uh, are fully open you know in 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 uh, defcon 5 defcon 6 is when everything's all done and everything's back to normal um and and we're still uh, down here in southeast michigan where we are is uh, still <laughs> still in defcon 4 where it's considered improving but not quite containing the virus mhm mhm yeah i know I've been doing something different maybe every Saturday and Sunday. Now I go out for ice cream at the local dairy whatever place, you know. Not Dairy Queen, but at the local ice cream shop. And that's my fun. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's all there is to do. But Little League is playing, come to find out. Really? That's I'm interesting. About, yeah, I'm well, I did hear ready that to go sport, down the road. That that sports training was underway because they mm -hmm. were coming up with ways to train where people weren't, you know, in contact with each other. There were things they could do to train and and get ready for the the fall seasons to start up for football and and other things. Um, Again, yeah. So I'm for me. That's kind of. I'm ready like, to go on down and watch a little league game because I miss baseball so much. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, that's not that's not something I do. I I, uh, I like to watch great speeches, and of course, all I have right now is uh, the president, and that's. <laughs> I, I don't really count those as great speeches. Um, no, nobody's going to plagiarize them, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're not, we're not going to be doing a lot of Donald Trump quotes of the week uh, on armchair <laughs> politics in in the future. But um, I still miss George Bush yeah. after that. You know what my favorite George Bush quote was? No. The warning lights are <laughs> blinking on the dashboard of our economy. <laughs> I don't remember that. Good one old at George all. W. Bush. Oh man! <laughs> and, and after I'll have uh, to look up some quotes. After September 11th, we're going to get those fellows. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get Not the fellows. Dudes. The, the fellows what done this? Anyway. <laughs> Now the one thing oh the one goodness. thing that George W. Bush said that was that was truly inspired was uh people used to make fun of him for having a kind of a swagger, like he was a little cocky. And yeah, um, yeah. he said, People make fun of me, you know, the way you know, for having a swagger, he said, but where I'm from in Texas we call it walking. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute it was cute it was that was a great line anyway what do you what are some of your favorite quotes or or what are you doing are, are you going to the ice cream shop uh are you wa binge watching uh netflix what what are you doing to pass the time during uh the 
during your house arrest, give us a call at 810-339-8255. And, uh, or, or what's something you've seen in the news that's on your mind? Um, what do you think of... Squirrel uh, tables. <laughs> yeah, what do, you, what do you think of um, doing mail-in ballots and mail-in voting? Some people are all for it. Some people are dead set against it. What are your thoughts? Give us a call, 810-339-8255. That is the number to call. I have to... Yeah, I got my ballot already. Did you? Now, I got, yeah. a, I got a thing to send in to get a ballot. Mm-hmm. And, um, or, or did I? I don't know. Maybe it was the census. <laughs> so much mail from the government. <laughs> I don't know. I sure wouldn't mind seeing another one of those stimulus checks right about now. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to get one or not. I I don't really need another one. The one that I got that was it was helpful, but you know, quite honestly, Sandy and I have been very lucky. We we are surviving just fine financially, where a lot of people mm-hmm. are having some some real difficulties. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the time. Definitely the need is up. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's that's probably why we're not getting any calls is nobody paid their phone (laughs) bill. (laughs) Yeah. Or their internet bill. (laughs) Yeah. But if you you do still have phone service, give us a call, 810-339-8255. And uh, let us know what your thoughts are and, and how you're faring up under house arrest. Or I know I'm doing more landscaping. Yeah? Yeah. Complete landscaping. <laughs> Complete remodel. <laughs> my daughter says, you're really tanned. I'm like, this is my COVID tan. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I've got, I've got a COVID glow. I, uh, a COVID glow. I like that better. I, I am quite possibly the whitest I have ever been. Really? Like glowing? Yeah. Kind of neon? Yeah, just, yeah, just, just, um. <laughs> oh, here we go. Looks like we might have a uh, a call coming in. Hey, we've just been uh, joined by uh, Bobby. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing well. I I was holding off. I didn't want to call you because, you know, we spent two hours yesterday <laughs> talking <laughs> politics. No, but that's, well, that's this is what we're trying to do, Bobby, is just open the phone lines and let anybody call in the first hour each day. Yeah, just anybody, including me. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. You didn't wear yeah. out your welcome yesterday, by the way, Bobby. I appreciate your participation. Um, it was uh, an interesting conversation, to be sure. It really was. And, you know, there were so many things we talked about that I'd like to pursue further. And um, I also noticed when we're on the phone talking, uh, you don't get to read body language. You know, when we used to yeah. all gather in one room, 
uh, I could always tell when Henry needed to say something, and I sort of shut up. But um, mm-hmm. over the phone, I can't really tell until he starts talking, and then you know he's a little um, slower on the uptake sometimes than I am. So, poor Henry. And you know what? You know what happens. And I've been uh, really pleased with how well you and and Jan Nelson and and um, Woodrow Stanley and and uh, Dane Walling and others that have participated with uh, Paul Rosicki and Henry Hatter. Um, if we hadn't done these things face to face, I think it would be a lot harder. Probably, yeah, because we already know the full dimensions of the people we're talking to. Yeah, and, in- and and you know there are so many opportunities when you're you're doing uh, like a Zoom call or something. Zoom is a little different because there's video, but. Um, when you're doing a, a, a group chat um, audio-wise, uh, there are so many things that you could take wrong if you didn't know the people you were talking to, and we have that benefit, so it's made it a little bit easier, and I've been surprised how well it's worked. Yeah. The one thing I do miss, I remember when we were meeting at the studio, um, during the breaks when you would be playing you know, a joke or uh, a cut from something, we would have really good discussions going on things that we hadn't even talked about on the air. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking forward to when we can get back together and do those uh, in person. And I and I think we're going to, you know, phase back. Um, you know, we'll start out, uh, because my studio's at home, we'll probably start out, you know, on my deck for, uh, you know, a few episodes. And then, you know, we'll... As as venues become available to us, we'll get out and and do them, like like the one that you joined us for in Helm, Michigan. Um, those are fun when we get out and do those, yeah. and we're going to start doing that every week. I was planning to start that, and then the COVID hit, and we had to go yeah. we had to go a different way. But I I, I hope to uh, phase back sometime soon. I'm not sure when we can you know, safely begin to gather around the round table, but um, I'm looking well, forward to that. I think, I think, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I I really do miss the, the in-person thing, but it's also been fun on the phone, and I'm sort of used to talking on the phone, so it's okay. <laughs> but I, I was going to tell um, Andrea, I've been watching those nature things on PBS also, with the little critters yeah. with the cameras in their eyes. Yes, that is awesome. It is, and they're so cute, you know. And that the little and the little m- monkey. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> Did you, yeah. When the monkeys grabbed the monkey, and then it was lifeless, and they thought it was dead, and then they exactly. all gathered around. Ah, that was so cool. It was just it, really well, good. Animals do have emotions. They're, it's very interesting, and that was very interesting to watch. Yeah, it was. It was. And then I really worried about that poor tortoise in the middle of the herd of elephants. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to get stamped. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk off air about that one. Start, start yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Poor turtle was yeah, trying well, to run away anyway. and just couldn't. <laughs> they were moving a lot faster, and he just sort of had this confused look on his poor little animated face. But, 
yeah, and then there's the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Listen, I won't let you think, you guys. I wanted to tell you, I did work the Renaissance Festival many years ago when I was much younger, when I lived in Texas, and uh, I was one of the body wenches, and uh, I know you find that surprising. (laughs) 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 And I I was working one of the food stalls, and I had a potato in my hand. That was one of our props. And I would toss it down to somebody and say, now can you get it up? You know? <laughs> 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 okay, well, good listening to you guys. I can't wait to hear um, the interviews of all of the candidates. Um, well, the fun one that's coming up in just a few minutes, Bobby, is the uh, the married couple that are running in opposite parties in this seat. It's like a Spencer Tracy movie. I know. Well, they're not as good looking, but yes, I understand. <laughs> I understand. It'll be good. Yeah. I cannot wait to hear it. And I may call back. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Thanks, Bobby. Okay then. Carry on. All right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And, and she's such a who. And and she's and she's right. I I don't have any trouble imagining her. Uh, Working at a Renaissance festival and being a body winch. I wonder what kind of potato. If it was an Idaho russet, or well, <laughs> dur- dur- during a pandemic, all we have is couch potatoes. <laughs> I see what you did there. See what I did there. <laughs> In fact, you know what? They should come out with a COVID version of Mr. Potato Head that comes with a couch. Yeah, that'd be cool. And it would be, you that'd know, be cool. the, the couch potato head. <laughs> We're all turning into that. <laughs> Replace my sitting, mouth sitting with a his, frown. I sitting there on his couch with a little laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness sakes! <laughs> Internet not included. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Change the Wi-Fi password after he does his chores. <laughs> anyway, um, we're we're sort of pushing uh, at least um, for the the days and weeks to come that uh, we open the phone lines during the first hour of the show and encourage people to to call in and participate. And we really will talk about anything. Uh, We might suggest something, but uh, generally we'll talk about anything. Once in a while I'll have to to squeeze an interview in uh, if it's time-sensitive or something. But but we're going to try and keep the uh, first hour open uh, for open phone lines. So you should uh, program our phone number, 810 Three three nine eight two five five into your speed dial, and uh, be at the ready if you, uh, you know, happen to see the uh, ice cream truck going by and you want to let people know, <laughs> give us a call, and we'll we'll talk about that. Anyway, it is uh, Friday Eve, so um, Andrea's gonna jump out early and uh, start yeah. celebrating her weekend early, but she'll be back with us tomorrow morning, right? Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. All righty, then. So we're right. uh, we're going to say goodbye to uh, Andrea, and thank you to Bobby for calling in. And uh, we're going to let our broadcast partners at WFOV, 
92.1 FM, Our Voices Radio in Flint. Squeeze a few words in edgewise. They are a uh, broadcast service of uh, the Flint Odyssey House Spectacle Productions and my good friend Paul Herring. We're going to let them, uh, as I say, squeeze a few words in edgewise or do whatever they do when uh, we go to break. If you're streaming us at TomSumnerProgram.com, we have some messages uh, as well. And when we return from break, we'll be talking with uh, Lynn and Ray Freiberger, who are running for um, 50th District State House. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Hi, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. If you like talk radio that makes you think without telling you what to think, check out our whole show weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com. Selected segments are also available on this and other radio stations, but you can hear us anytime. Daily editions of the Tom Sumner Program repeat online all day and night on the show's website. Past shows can be found in the website archives. My long-format interviews with New York Times best-selling author photographers and writers from National Geographic as well as artists, musicians, candidates and elected officials are made possible by listeners like you. Support the Tom Sumner Program and Civilized Talk Radio. Visit our website at TomSumnerProgram.com and become a member. You can make a one-time gift or become a sustaining patron by taking the link to the Tom Sumner Program Patreon page. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air, where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums, where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses, and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. Thank you, and thank you all for tuning in. You know, we know that tough times don't last, but tough people do. We've been through a lot here in Michigan. We've been through crisis before, where the country needed their countrymen and countrywomen to pitch in collectively to get through a crisis and rise to the occasion. Michigan once was the arsenal of democracy to win World War II. We need that same spirit now. We're working around the clock with doctors and hospitals and first responders to stop the spread and to save lives. But we need your help too. The state has launched a new volunteer website at www.michigan.gov forward slash fight COVID-19 where trained medical professionals can register to serve their fellow Michiganders by assisting hospitals in fighting COVID-19. State residents can also use the site to find out how they can help in their local communities by giving blood or donating resources or needed medical supplies. Whether you're a medical professional looking to volunteer 
or you're someone who can give blood or donate to your local food bank, everyone can help out. To get through this, we must all do our part. Stay home, stay safe, and save lives. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. I know of a place where you never get harmed, a magical place with magical charms, indoors, 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 take it away. Hey, this is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. And welcome back, everybody, as we uh, continue with today's edition of the Tom Sumner Program. As promised, um, we are going to be looking at the uh, campaign uh, coming up, the uh, primary in August, for who's going to be running in the fall for the uh, seat in the Michigan House of Representatives from the 50th District. That's the southern part of uh, Genesee County. And uh, two of the candidates uh, are married to each other. It sounds like something from uh, maybe a um, Spencer Tracy movie or something. But uh, joining me by phone are Lynn and Ray Freiberger. Welcome. Welcome, Tom. And, and Hello. I have them both uh, on the line. And uh, I, I assume they're still living in the same house. <laughs> Well, we haven't split the house yet. <laughs> well, Ray, was it you? I read that you were going to draw a line down the center of the house because one of you is running as you're running as a Democrat, and Lynn is running as a Republican. Yeah, I was going to split split the house and take the bedroom, and she can have the bathroom. <laughs> and didn't you said because that's where she spends all her time anyway, right? Yep. <laughs> Now, how did you come to the decision that you were both going to run? Usually when somebody's going to run for an office like uh, like this, um, there's a, uh, you know, a meeting with the family, said, you know, I'm thinking about running, and, you know, what do you think about this and all that. And, uh, you know, how, how did that play out for you? Did you have that meeting and one said, I'm thinking about running, and the other one said, well, I'm going to run too. Well, it started that we were going down the road one day and talking, and I was saying, you know, I, I want to try running again since I ran back in the in 2016. And she says, well, why can't I do it? I says, well, you can. And she says, well, you know, I was raised in California, and my family was basically a Republican. And I'm going, well, then... If you're going to run as a Republican, then why can't I run as a Democrat anyway? <laughs> and that's that was the meeting, and that's when the whole, whole thing started. Now, both <laughs> of you have run for offices in the past, but they were non-party affiliated. Do, do I have that right? Correct. We um, had come into the area from Texas because we were going to help family members here, and um, we had been running businesses, and we decided to pass that down, and we had things that we were doing in the past, helping community service, like with Genesee Serves, AARP, tax, uh, tax service for seniors, and, you know, the variety of local community services. 
and we thought we'd bring it out in the political arena. But they they were positions where you didn't nonpartisan. Yes, you didn't didn't have to declare parties and Burton Mayor, and I didn't have to go as a Republican or as a Democrat or independent. It was you know nonpartisan. Had you um, considered yourself a Republican though in the past? Not seriously. I I advocate for the people. I mean, <clears throat> both parties, every party has left and right, and they have middle ground. Okay, because Republicans can have the idea of helping people in general. Okay, versus trying to pick particular organizations and help them directly i'm looking at a broad view are the parties uh the republicans and the democrats here in genesee county are they are they taking you serious as candidates because you're both running no not necessarily i mean they we've contact or she's contacted the republican party uh and I've talked with, before I talked with the Democratic Party, but it seems during primary elections, they don't really want to get involved unless you're the incumbent. Right. And there is an incumbent, and I will say that uh, he's uh, going to be joining us uh, later on in the show during the, uh, during the next hour, Tim Sneller, Democrat. Uh, who holds the seat now and is running for re-election. There are also two other Republicans that are running, and they'll be joining us later in the show as well. Uh, but, um, Ray, have you identified as a Democrat in the past? Yeah. I've always, that's why I grew up, I grew up being here, and my dad and my mother were Democrats. I've always de- done Democrats being a Democrat, but not sometimes not practicing practicing it, but but basically, yeah. So I, I'm I'm curious because I, I remember my my parents were very uh, politically active people, and um, they were historically Republican. And in 1960, in in the Nixon Kennedy um, uh, presidential campaign. My mother voted for Kennedy, and it was kind of a rift between the two of them. My dad voted for Nixon, and my mother voted for Kennedy, and I think for probably obvious reasons, because he was just so darn cute. But um, <laughs> but 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 it was a big deal to them. Um, do you guys, uh, do the two of you have differences on, on issues and, and things, especially now that you're identifying from separate parties yeah we we quite sometimes you're not being smacking each other but argue and argue and she'll go all right i'm not talking to you anymore for a while and then come back with <laughs> something else and i'll do the same thing you know go go into your bathroom and you know don't bother me right now <laughs> <laughs> you're you're crossing the line but it doesn't happen all the time i mean we see eye to eye on so many different issues that are hitting us especially during the covid the covid has brought out so much divisiveness in our political parties that 
why can't they come together? What is so important for the parties to be so adamant? You know, why can't they come to the table and uh, have dialogue? What is so wrong with that? Well, and that's what I've always advocated, and that's one of the things that makes this particular race, because of the two of you, so interesting to me, because I, I wonder when people from different parties uh, or, or different sides of the aisle, as they say, can, uh, you know, co coexist, even though you're taking up uh, different sides of the aisle for this campaign. Um, obviously, the two of you must talk about different issues. Um do you champion the the, the same causes uh, in this in this campaign, or Lynn, do you have an interest um, that that you want to pursue something you would take up and advocate for if elected? Well, there is one thing pertaining to schooling that um, if I was elected to the position, I would propose something, and I don't want to say it on air for right now because it is innovative. It is um, uh, a legislative that's dealing with schooling. That's all I can say right now, but I came up with the idea last night, actually, and my husband looked at it and says, wow. So that's just something that I, you know, if nothing else, if I don't get elected, I'll still try to get it proposed. And, and Ray, what about you? Do you have uh, some issues that, that you are especially keen on trying to do something about? Yeah, I have the, basically the uh, veterans, you know, as being a, being a disabled veteran and, and a Bronze Star uh, recipient, I just, you know, I, the vet, I associate with the veterans a lot and also the, the roads. You know, there's things we can do that haven't been done. With regard and, to the vote? Well, no, not so much that. Is as far as roads go and stuff. Oh, roads. Roads, oh, yeah. Okay. Not, I, I not thought you vote. said. Not I thought you. Well, <laughs> I know. Because this is such a different time, you know, people are going to be voting by mail, which is. Uh, you know, a little different, and and uh, some people are saying it's um, safe and secure and and fair, and some say it it isn't, and uh, some say it'll get more people to participate. What are your thoughts on this whole mail by vote phenomenon? Well, here's here's my thought. Uh, if you're going to do it, one of the things you got to do is make sure you, that you're voting records are up to date. I know a perfect example uh, where they sent a ballot to my mother, okay, in prior elections, but she didn't live there anymore. Okay, so the records weren't up to date. And I know when we sent things out to people, we got stuff back saying they're no longer there. So if you validate your records, that's one thing. The other bad part is, too, What's going to stop me from going down the street and knowing that the pe people are getting their ballots, grab all those ballots, go someplace, check them off, have different people sign them and send them in. So there's your possible fraud because you don't know whether the ballots are truly from those people. Or maybe uh, snatch them uh, when they're trying to mail them back. 
uh, to keep them from being counted. Yeah. Um, Lynn, Ray, I have to take a short break here for Top of the Hour ID, but I'd, I'd like to talk some more. Can you uh, stand by for a moment or two? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. My guest. Nothing to do. No. <laughs> yeah, we're all on we're house arrest. Um, yeah. Lynn and Ray Freiberger are my guests, and we'll be back with more of them right after this. You pilots, get off of my lawn! We're trying to do a radio show down here. It's a Tom Sumner program, don't you know? Go on, go on, get out of here. It's 